Father, we thank you tonight. Amen. We thank you for an opportunity to be in your presence. Amen. We bless you for the privilege. Yes, Lord. To have fellowship with you tonight. Amen. Father, we are in your presence one more time. Yes, Lord. Pour out your spirit upon us through your word. Yes, Lord. Let us be transformed. Amen. By the engrafted word of God. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 This evening, we thank God and we bless the bishop of the house for giving us the opportunity to stand here. Amen. And share the word of God with the many people that are watching and are seated here tonight. Amen. Last week, our father started something with us. Yes. And I quickly want to go through that and then we'll share what our father has given us to share tonight. Amen. Amen. Our father made us understand that evangelism is not a man's command. It is not a human wisdom. But it proceeds from Jesus Christ himself. He has commanded us to go out and win souls. To expand his kingdom. And this is seen in the Great Commission. In the book of Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. And last week our father made us understand that the church is God ordained place for getting those who are saved. In other words, when we go out there and win the lost, we must bring them to a place, a God ordained place. Yes. In the educational system, when somebody wants to be a doctor, the person would have to pass through what the educational system would have to be trained in the school, in a place called school. And you see, the school has so many department. School, it is not just you just go to the school and you, come, you, you just go and then sit in the classroom. A lot of things come to play before even a classroom session can take place. We have different departments. We have science department. We have home accounts department. We have business department. All these departments come together to form what? The school. So our father was trying to let us understand when we talk about church. Church is not just coming to sit here on Sunday. But there are so many things that involve And what our father wanted us to understand is that if you have this understanding, you will know and realize that we need help as a church, we need help in order for the expansion of God's kingdom to come to pass. Praising Jesus is alive. So you must understand that when you talk about church, church is not a place where you come and sit and just come for your breakthrough. It's not a place that you must work. Amen. Amen. It's a place that you must what? You must work. And our father also emphasized and yeah. made us understand that yeah. the reason why you and I, when we become born again, we yeah. don't just die. Yeah. It's because God expects us to do something. Yeah. He expects us to work. Yeah. God gives us more years yeah. to work. Yeah. And God gives us people. Yeah. As we saw in Ephesians chapter 4, God has prepared people that are going to help us, help us, for the work of ministry. 
Praise him. Jesus. If you are not needed in this work of ministry, so God will not have raised people. Giving people gifts. What are the gifts meant for? The gifts are meant to equip us. The members of the church. The sheepfold so that we can go out there and also go and work. And this brings me to the topic that I want to share with us tonight. And you see, when you hear work, the next thing that comes is reward. When you work, you expect reward. That is why some of us will go to work from first day of the month to the last day of the month. And at the end of the month, what we expect are rewards. Is that not so? So it means that when you are working for God, when you are fulfilling the great commission, God has rewards for everybody. That, that's what that helps you with fulfilling the great commission. So this evening, I want to share with us the soul witness reward. The Every week. Reward must accompany it. Maybe the reason why some of us are not so much focused on winning the loss for the kingdom of God is that we have not understood that with the work comes reward. So the Bible says in the book of First Corinthians chapter 15 verse Therefore my beloved brethren be unmovable be steadfast always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You going out there to win souls for God is not in vain. I remember yesterday, my servant Josiah went to to go and evangelize. And an interesting thing that happened was that we met one one old gentleman. Oh, we we saluted the gentleman. But the kind of reaction we received, the Holy Spirit told me that this person is not ready to receive the word. I asked the man, Good evening. Oh, Maju. Please, where are you going? Mr. Okay. My name, in fact, I introduced myself. My name is. Say a friend, Randy. And so what? A lot of us would have been discouraged. We will not have to say evangelism. We will not do it. But understand that salvation is a gift. And what do you And if it is, it is not given to a person. No matter what you will do. The person, I mean, the person. In fact, it is a gift. God gives. So anybody that you talk to that responds to you and is ready to receive Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal Savior. It is a gift that God has given to that person. That is why the Bible says that for the grace of God that bringeth for salvation has appeared unto all men. In order for somebody to receive the salvation or to receive salvation it means that God would have located that person with his grace. So I, I understood that scripture more. That not everybody that you go and talk to that God has ordained at that particular point in time or God has gifted the gift of salvation to. 
But you see, it's wrong. because I knew what the word of God says. Because sometimes you like what happened. The person he shied us rough. Oh, my fairy. They all can't say no. How we said it? Or by immediately the Holy Spirit told me, don't be discouraged. So there are rewards. So that what happened to us is a mark. And God is going to look at it and reward us. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. There is something we call the soul winner's reward. And you and I must understand that. And when we understand it, the Bible says in the book of Psalm 82, verse 5, they do not know. Neither do they understand. They walk in darkness. If you do not understand the reward in so winning, you yourself to be engaged in it. They do not know. But God forbid, some of us we know. That is why when we face certain situations like that, we are not discouraged. Because we know Jesus Christ said in the book of Mark, in chapter 15, chapter 16, verse 15 downwards, he said, I am with you. He said, I am with you. So if God is with me, I know that if they shine me, they have shined God. If they put me shame, they have shame. Nobody can put God to shame. And so I will also not be put to shame. Because God is with me. I have that understanding. So I will not walk in darkness. If you do not understand the soul winner's reward, that there are rewards in soul winning, you are walking in darkness and you will not be pushed to go out there and win soul winning. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Are you here? Yes. yes. There is a reward offered to soul winners. Rewards are spoken of in the New Testament under the figure of crowns. So anytime you see a crown, it is a symbolic of a reward that God will give to the people who walk in obedience to his word. Praise him. Jesus. So the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat ah. of the good of the land. It means that the mark to receiving the crown and the reward is your obedience to God. And in this particular reference, your obedience to the great commission, that is what is going to yield the reward. Are you here? Yes. yes. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So what are some of these crowns that the Bible talks of? Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 25. There is a crown called the incorruptible crown. And this crown is for those who live a disciplined life. It takes discipline to heed to the instructions that God, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ gave concerning the great commission. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 25. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. We for an imperishable crown. And this reminds me of what our father always tells us. There are Things that we do that have eternal value. So it talks about perishable. 
these perishable things? You work. You get money. You build houses. You get a doctorate degree. You get a PhD. You get associate professorship degree. But these things are perishable things. These things do not have any eternal values. These things do not have anything that is incorruptible. It will, I mean, it is corruptible things. So when you die, all those things mean nothing. But there is a higher reward. And those higher rewards has eternal value attached to them. And that is what our Lord Jesus Christ wants us to obtain. And one of the things that you do to obtain this by involving yourself in soul winning. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So there is what the incorruptible crown we also have the crown of life in James chapter 1 verse 12 and this crown is for those who have patiently endured trials and testings James 1 verse 12 blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him a lot of us are tempted in the things of the world. Such that we don't focus on the commandment that Jesus Christ has given us. But Jesus Christ is telling you and I. If you endure the trials and the temptations. There is a certain crown for you. Amen. Amen. The Bible calls, this, calls it the deceitfulness of riches. A lot of us are tempted. By the deceitfulness of riches. And we forgo that which has eternal value. But this evening, God is telling you, if you will endure this deceitfulness of riches, there is a crown of life for somebody. Amen. Amen. So I'm mentioning the various crowns that we are talking about. So we also have the crown of glory. And this crown of glory is for those who faithfully care for the flocks. The crown of glory. First Peter chapter five, verse two to four. Petro whom edika in Are we there? First Peter chapter five, verse two. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraints, but willingly, not for filthy lucre but of a ready mind. Amen. Neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. So there is a crown called what? A crown of glory. Amen. Amen. There's also another crown called the crown of righteousness. And this crown is for those who love his appearance. Second chapter 4 verse 8. When you have time, you read, you read the scripture that I've given you. You also to call the crown of rejoicing. And this is a crown for all those who are faithful soul winners. Yes, faithful soul winners. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 to 20. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 to 20. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing 
are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye are our glory and joy. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ is our glory and joy. So we are what we call the crown of rejoicing. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise him. Oh, Jesus now, is alive. I have given this crown for you to understand that there is, there is definitely what a reward for soul winning. You cannot win souls for the kingdom of God. You cannot win something that can expand the kingdom of God and not be rewarded. It's like a salesman, a salesman in an organization who always brings sales to the company and that the person does not receive a commission. Is that not an error? In the same way, as, as believers and as Christians, we must have the mindset of a salesman. What does a salesman do? He sells the product. Some, some of them can, even if the product, if you should take the product, you die. But the way they will sell the product, it will be so appealing to you that you go and buy it and you die. But what we are selling is not death. It is life. Amen. Amen. So as a salesman, as a believer and as a Christian, what are you doing to make sure that the product of salvation is what marketed well so that people can come Yes. And buy that product. Having the mindset that oh, the product that I'm selling, I am the more product I sell, the more the kingdom of God expands, and the more reward I receive. So the question I want to ask you this: yeah, is, Do you have the sales mind mindset? Amen. 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 Are you here? Yes. Now, in the book of Matthew chapter 28 verse 9, Matthew Matthew three, do know Matthew three, do know Matthew A lot of us have heard it. I mean, our fathers dwell on it. Preach on it so many times. Matthew 28 verse 19. Amen. Amen. So we all know that this is what the Great Commission is. Amen. Amen. But are we all obedient to this? Amen. 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 Throughout this whole week, have you fulfilled this Great Commission? Who have you shared the word of God with? Have you been obedient to this command? Or it's business as usual. I wake up early. Oh, sorry, now. I go to work. I come home. I eat. I sleep. I wake up. Sorry, now. Is that how your life has become? Or you have an understanding that Jesus Christ has given me a commandment. Does it even make any difference in obeying this commandment? Doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make a difference. Amen. Amen. It makes a huge difference when you obey this. Why? Because whether you obey this commandment or not will determine either somebody will be saved or somebody will continually be lost. Amen. Amen. 
Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 6 to 9. So the first point that I want you to understand whether it makes a difference or not is that it makes a difference to souls who will be either lost or saved according to our faithfulness and unfaithfulness. So the question is, are you faithful to this commandment? Or have you been unfaithful to it? And what is the consequences of your faithfulness and your unfaithfulness? Please read for me. Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel But if the watchman see the sword come, and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. Wait. Change. So I, I start see yourself as a salesman that is selling the product of salvation a, a salesman that wants to have commission will do everything possible that's what he sells the product so that he gets the commission this reminds me of a story that somebody told me one of our marketing guys he said that he used to be in a certain company and, in the, and you see and that is a lot of us our problem. And in the company, he was the 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 regional head for the sales team in the northern part of Ghana. And as a sales team, you have rep in these regions who who was who, who does what who brings in the sales. So you aggregate all these sales, you put them together, and you report it back to your management. Now this this. Particular person who was responsible for the sales region in the north. He had a person. And this person, he was content with just the salaries that he was getting. And he was not doing anything as far as selling the product. Was so in, 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 in a month, he, he cannot even sell one product. And he said that sometimes he. Some time ago, he went to see this person. And as early as 6 o'clock in the morning, this person was drunk. Was drunk. Why? Because he knows that if the sales go on or not, they will not come for his head. They will come for the head of his what? His superior. And a lot of us have the same mindset. We have the mindset that we have the mindset that it is Papa that God has called. I mean, if anything, he will be accountable. Forgetting that, and this is where the help comes to me. My father was talking to us about ministry and fellowship. The more help that the bishop receives, it's tantamount to what? The, the length or the growth or the fulfillment of God's vision for him. Amen. Amen. So the more you help, the more he fulfills God's mission for his life. That's like the more that sales rep helped in selling, the more the superior gets sales and, and numbers to report. So here we are also being introduced to something that you and I are watchmen. Amen. 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 You and I are what? Watchmen. Watchmen. And what are we supposed to watch over? Then I see a new one. 
We are supposed to watch about at least. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. But his blood will I inquire, will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to one the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if thou want the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. So what you need to understand is that yes, I'll tell you, sir. The, the difference yes, is whether yes. you are faithful to the Great Commission or you are not. So is that if you are unfaithful in the Great Commission, people will die in their iniquity. But if you are faithful to the Great Commission, people will be saved. So the responsibility of a watchman is to ensure that people are preserved. Nowadays we don't have watchmen. We, we, we call ourselves security yeah, men. I remember when I was in Kumasi. There was some this old Muslim man. He the watchman, but anytime he comes, he sleeps. So I wonder what he was watching. Over. A lot of us are like this old man. We are watchmen, but we are sleeping. And souls are dying in their iniquity. Because why? We don't understand that as, so, as salesmen, as I gave, there are rewards to the product that we sell. People are dying in their iniquity. As long as we, are, we have remained unfaithful to the Great Commission. So yes, it makes a huge difference when you don't obey the Great Commission. Because people will die. But when you are faithful to the Great Commission, Lives will be saved. Amen. Amen. Second question: Does it make a difference or not? The second answer: that It makes a difference to other souls who might have been won to those whom we could have won to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praising Jesus, Jesus is alive. For instance, to say, you are sitting here. What is it? It was somebody that spoke to you about Jesus Christ that you became saved. I am here. It was because somebody obeyed the great commission. That is why I found myself here. And I'm an adino of this great ministry. So it means that your failure to obey the commandment, the great commission, will not help people to be saved. Will not help for souls to be won. Expand the kingdom of God. And you see, the more you help in preaching and witnessing and so on. The more workers we have as a church and the more the church expands. Please, are you understanding? So it makes a huge difference for us to be faithful to the Great Commission. Amen. Amen. Again, it makes a difference to the Lord himself. For instance, if you are you are 
a man in the house. So you be a man and or you are a mother in the house. And I in the place of authority. I will fear who to me. And you tell your children. Now catch your man is there. When you go out, make sure that you come home by six o'clock. If you have a stubborn child, and he said, Me, are you not offended? In the same way, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Master, has given us a commandment. So, our obedience to this commandment makes a great difference for him. It shows our value to him. So our father, some time ago, and always our father tells us that what makes a worker a valuable worker is executing task. Being obedient to what he has been told to do. This is what makes you valuable to your So when you are obedient to the great commission, it makes a great difference to God. Because he knows that this my child, he honors me. When you disobey, it is synonymous to what being this, dishonoring somebody. Are you here? Yes. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 11. It makes a huge difference to the Lord himself. Isaiah 53 verse 11. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. He said he shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Why did Jesus Christ come to suffer they have this affliction. I don't need the Bible says, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son. I don't need the Bible. Whosoever believes in Him, will have everlasting life. Jesus Christ gave His life. Yes, we didn't come. He suffered a painful death. He travailed. So anytime you are obedient to the great commission, you go out there and win souls. He sees the travail of his soul. He is satisfied. Amen. Amen. So if you want Jesus Christ to be satisfied, then you must fulfill the great commission. Going out there to win the soul. He shall see the travail of his soul. And shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. For he shall bear their iniquity. Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ. Want to bear the, in fact, he bear the iniquities of all. And when you go out there and you preach to people. And you bring them to the kingdom. Jesus Jesus made a huge difference because he is satisfied with his whatever travail he went through. Amen. 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 Are you here? Oh, yes. Again, Ebium. it also makes difference to us, you and I. Why? Because it yeah. affects us when it comes to what? Rewards. Please, I understand it. So the first one was that it makes difference. Why does so? The question was, why does the great commission, the obedience to the great commission, why does it make a difference? We are whether you are faithful to it or not. And we established that one, it made a difference to souls who would either be lost or be saved. 
Number two, it made a difference to other souls who might have been won through those whom we could have won for the Lord. Because it's like a chain. I just said, I win you. The fact that I win Adinabochi, Adinabochi, you also go and then win other people. So but if I don't win him, he can't win another person. Please, you understand? Yes. Again, it also makes a difference because it makes a difference to our Lord Jesus Christ. Because all the suffering he went through, when he sees that we are, we are doing that which is for, for which Papa said that Papa said, a body thou has prepared for oh, us. No, no, he has to us. God has given you a body. Because Jesus Christ cannot come back again to come and redo the work he did. That is why you and I are here. So anytime we also do that work, we are enforcing that which he came to do 2000 and plus years ago. And then when he sees it, just as he died on cross. It is finished. In the same way, the more we are winning the souls, the more we are executing the purpose for which Jesus Christ came to die. So it makes a difference to him. And that's what I'm saying is that it makes a difference to you and I. Because what? It affects us in the matter of what? Rewards. The reward that you are going to get is based on the soul that you are going to win. Amen. Are you here? Oh, yes. Yes. Praise him. And Jesus. Jesus is alive. And if anyone thinks this rather a what a mercenary motive, then we should remember that it is God Himself who has revealed it. It is God teaches clearly and that there it. will be reward in the future. For so winners. Are you here? Oh, yes. So the question is yes. what are these rewards? Number one, the first present reward is that which comes in doing the work. How many of us have done some work? Let me use the house as an example. Especially our women. Maybe you wake up early in the morning, maybe Saturday morning. The house was very messed up. When you Clean the place. So who sees you are? And the place becomes nice. Now, you come have on. some sense of satisfaction. Oh, I've really worked. This is the reward. When you get your work. But if you doing it, it's not easy. Oh, yeah, but if you do it, it's you, you have some sense of, I mean, um, self-aggrandizement, right? Yes. That's the word. Sanity. I'm learning to be like prof. Some of us who don't know big, big things. When you associate yourself with this man, you, you hear some words. Amen. So, you, to you, see, when you win a soul, if really you, 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 you have passion for souls, anytime you win a soul, you have an instant reward. And self-satisfaction for yourself. Ah, I've won this soul. Wow. 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 And then you are happy. That is the first reward. And that is the feeling that we must all have. Please, are you here? So there is a there is a what? A satisfaction found in his work. That is found nowhere else. You know that even in football. Those of us who follow football, yeah, you do ball, you know. 
When your team wins, you are not getting any bonus. You are not getting any salary. But look at the excitement. When you are happy. I remember 2012. When my team Chelsea won their first Champions League. Champions League. In fact, I ended up having Apollo. Because if you are somebody who has been in Kumasi before, from Aranaga Jansin to Stadium, it's a bit far. And at Aranaga Jansin, they are giving us lights out. So I had to walk out to Stadium. And go and watch. So, after watching the match, I was happy. I was I could fully say, but because of the excitement, I didn't pay attention to the fact. The next morning, my eye was red. But because of the excitement and the satisfaction, I could not feel the pain. In the same way, when you have this feeling, it doesn't matter the kind of insult that people hell at you. All that you are focusing on is that now I want this satisfaction that comes by me winning the soul. Praise Him. Jesus. Is that how you feel when you win a soul? Are you satisfied? Or you are winning a soul, you are bringing somebody to church for Papa to see that you are blessed. And now you will be Papa You yourself must have that satisfaction. Ah. I've won this so far. Praise him. Jesus is alive. I understand it. Amen. 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 James chapter 5 verse 20. James chapter 5 verse 20. Let him know that he which converted the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death. And shall hide a multitude of sins. So this is it. When you win a soul for God, what you have done is that you have what converted the sinner from the error of his ways. And you have what? You have saved him from death. That's what you have done. And that is a great satisfaction. To see that through you, and the case somebody obtains salvation. It is the same as Jesus Christ coming to die. Because what was the purpose of Jesus Christ's death? Jesus was and also. And so, so when you also go out there, and you propagate the gospel, and you preach to them, that is why Jesus Christ will call you co Because that which he came to do, through you, he is doing it. Oh yeah. That's why I said I go to prepare a place for you. Why? I didn't hear. Because you are being obedient to his great commission. So it is a great satisfaction to see that you have converted somebody. From, from the error of his ways and have saved him from death. And this is what we must find great satisfaction in. Are you here? Yes. yes. Number two. The second present reward 
is the peace and joy that comes through obedience. The peace and joy. If you live in a house where you have a troublesome father, that if he tells you to do something and you don't do it, you will not have peace. Uh, I mean, who has? I remember Mekai. Some, some time ago when I was in Kekos. I stayed with somebody called Ankara Tobam. 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 If you do something wrong in the house. If you do something wrong in the house. And he is not around. Now you are. You are always praying and saying that hey, when this man comes, this my auntie should not tell him that Mommy, auntie, can't I, did, I did that. If he mentions it and tells him, hey, you are dead. So, some of us, we used to bribe the women. Ma, don't say it. I'll do anything you want for you. I, I didn't have peace. All because I was disobedient. So there is a kind of joy and what peace that comes when you are obedient. And it's a reward. Amen. Amen. The happiest people are those who obey God. Amen. 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 So if you want to live happily and joyful. Be obedient to God. Psalm 19 verse 11. Psalm 19 verse 11. Moreover by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. In keeping of what? The, of the commandment. There is what? Great reward. There is some kind of happiness that comes when you obey God. Let's also look at Psalm 119, verse 165. The commandments that you must keep. The that is in um, Psalm 19, verse 11. The that you must keep is the commandment that is in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Go out there and make disciples. Because it's in keeping that. Psalm 19 says there is great reward. Psalm 119 verse 1 says 5. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Great peace have have they they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. So there is great peace. Obeying the commandments of God. It is a reward. Peace is a reward. Peace is a reward. If you don't have it, we are mobile. Acts chapter 24, verse 16. And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. To have a conscience void of what? Offense towards God. So when you are obedient to God, you are going before Him. Your man doesn't condemn you. 
Imagine Papa has told you to do something. He said, Papa, you say, you and you have not done it. Now we are praying. Lord, let Papa, Papa forget. Let Papa forget what he said I should do. What deny and tanta? You are so but, confused. But, 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 if you mention that you say that, hey, I, I remember those times when Papa gave us evangelism sheet. Papa, my evangelism sheet. Anytime you come to have work, and maybe I have work Those of us who have not done it, yeah, 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 no. We are praying. You are bumping, yeah. Papa, no, Papa is teaching you. We are not paying what, attention. You didn't do what he asked you to do. Very true. So if you want to get rid of all these things, you, so you, send him and you have your peace. Now, when you are told to do it, you can't say yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. Who understand? In fact, who who can align with what I'm saying? Why are they making a dance there? Don't do it. You are very confused. Will you mention it or not? But there's a simple way. And you see, it's the same way. Homework. You are giving homework in school. Oh, school, and you don't do it. Those who have done it, when they come home, we could And after teacher catch up. Go and do this research. When you come, I will ask you questions. For those who have done the assignment, they are seated and Those of us Put your hand down. Put your hand down. It's true. Amen. Amen. If you have been a student, you understand what I'm saying. Why you see any doubt in your make Please put your uh, and especially if you are a kitty burger like me. And can we a kitty to send me? No, for this one, no, 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 And you don't know, and you say, class, your power, the way they will beat you up. Send a mobile bone, oh, bear mobile. A kitty burger like myself. A kitty burger to send me a test. A kitty burger to set test. Keep quiet, too. If you don't keep quiet, one you come out and they catch you after class. Yet, your pony at you are. But you see, the simple way that. Go and do the research. You are free. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. amen. Okay. <laughs> so our father says something. Says, These are the reflex benefits that comes to the soul winner. Yeah, Papa, so we need a benefit kitchen. that come back to us while we are engaged in the Lord's work. Why would they want to see What Jesus says you should do, you've done. You are there. You have clear So Number three, the third present reward is the affection and gratitude of those whom we influence and win to the Lord. There's someone who's like, hey, if not for this woman I met, do you know that God loved me that much? When you hear somebody say that, you are satisfied. You've also been able to save someone to Christ and is thanking you. So to see that the people that you have evangelized to, to see them that they are, they are happy about what you did for them, it is a great satisfaction. Amen. 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 So that's why what we read in um, I think it's in Isaiah. And he shall down. see what the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Yes. In the same way. Maybe imagine 
by the grace of God you saw a Muslim person and you go there now call sometimes you call na yebo sometimes when you call they are beating you there but through it all you endure you deny when this person to God and our this person ends up becoming a pastor and our bad and so for look at the satisfaction that you get you will not remember the pain you went through but the end result. The fact that through you, somebody has been saved, and not just saved, but a servant. So our Father said, "You are saved to serve." So to see somebody who you are saved, serving the Lord, is the greatest satisfaction that you can ever have. Amen. So that, as I said, is what to, to the reward of affection and gratitude to those whom we have influenced and we. For the Lord. Amen. 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 If anyone has thanked you for leading them to Christ, you know exactly what it means. The question is, have somebody thanked you for leading him to Christ? Have somebody really thanked you? I thank you for preaching the word to Christ. Amen. I know, I know you've done that. <laughs> One day he says you have you thanked have you thanked her? When do you father she said no. When do you see Debbie? <laughs> please when please thank her. When do Mr. Rodana say why? Amen. Amen. So it's always a joy. Even when you give somebody money and the person thanks you, I mean, thanks you. you feel, you feel, feel big. big. How much more saving somebody from death? It's a greatest feeling. Amen. 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 Are you here? Yes. Now we have talked about what the present reward. Now what are the future rewards? The first reward that awaits us is the Lord's commendation and the joy and honor that will accompany it. So when you look at the the parable of the talent. The master commended the two people who worked with their talent and brought in more what? Talent. The Christian life is the life of the people that the master gave talent to. What are you doing? Salvation is a talent that God has given you. Enemy. The talent that you are going to add to the salvation are the souls that you are going to bring. So God has given you a talent. He gave you a talent. The master gave them the, the talent he gave to them. He gave, he gave to them for free. The same way salvation is free. But the salvation that you and I have received what are we doing with it? Are we using, are we, are we, the fact that we have been saved, are we also going out there to make sure that other people are saved? And the more people you win, the more salvation you are adding to the kingdom of God. Just like these people, they were given talent. And and they went to work with the talent and added more talent. God has given you another salvation. How many more salvation are you added to the salvation? And what? Matthew 25, verse 14. 
For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Mm-hmm. Go on. Up to the 21. Verse 16. Then he that... Verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway to his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth, and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh, and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of my Lord. Of Amen. Lord. So Amen. this person received the commendation so of his master. And you see, the key word here is what? Faithfulness. The reward the Lord promises is for what? Faithfulness. So we started by saying, asking. Does it make a difference if you are obedient to the Great Commission? Are you being faithful to wait? The reward for the Lord's promise is for faithfulness. Amen. He said to the servants, Go, are you there? Said, His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, thou hast been faithful. Thou has been faithful. Are you faithful in the great commission? Are you? Are you faithful in the great commission? Are you faithful in in our work is not the point. The reward our Lord will give us So, sometimes it doesn't matter. Maybe I will say, he's not looking at the plenty things. He's looking at your faithfulness. The quality. Maybe you will be faithful. You'll be faithful. But you want only one soul. you are faithful. Praise him. Jesus, Jesus is alive. Maybe you were supposed to win five. But because of your unfaithfulness, you won just one. You have been unfaithful. So it's not about the number. It's about how faithful you are to the commandment. To the law, to the law of your master. 
So there is always what a commendation from our master. We obey his command. The value of our work will only ever be seen in true perspective at the judgment seat of Christ. So the work I'm doing and the work you're doing, I said be a, no one will see it here. But at the beamer seat of judgment, that is when the value of our work will be weighed. And what this weight will you have the reward commensurating the work you did? So that he said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy. Oh, Lord. There is a joy that comes with you being obedient to the commandments of the Lord Jesus. Jesus. And that joy is that which we must all seek to obtain. Amen. 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 Number two, the second reward that awaits us is the trail of meeting those who have been blessed. And warn to the Lord through us. Imagine you go to heaven. And God points you. I don't you. You want this one. Through you, this one came. No me. Through you, this one is in heaven. Through you, that one is in heaven. Look at the joy. But if you should go to heaven, you say, Mr. A, B, so, so, and so. Oh. Because of your unfaithfulness, you are in heaven. Through you, that guy is in hell. Oh, sorry, you didn't preach the word of God to him. That guy is in church. Is in hell. Because you did not talk to him about Christ. You see how shameful we become. All because we were unfaithful. We are like the, the person who received one talent. I've gotten my salvation. I am content. I come to church, I come and sit watch, I warm the bench. Whether people come to Christ or not, me, as for me, dear, I am saved. That is the attitude of the person with the one talent. But he went, he the ground and hid A lot of us have dug the ground and then hid our salvation. Oh, I'm saved. But that is not what God expects. He expects us to work. He saves us so that through us others can also be saved. And then we go to heaven and we see. So we also go there and we shall see the travail of our soul and we shall be satisfied. Amen. And it is the greatest satisfaction that you can ever have. Amen. The satisfaction that through me, this soul was saved. Through me, this person escaped death. And that will not go with the national thing. Ah, 
if I had known because it will be a mark on us that in the person who was supposed to evangelize the person ended up in hell will continually be a mark it will be replayed in our minds that is the national thing that the Bible talks about if I had known but through the teaching that our father has given us we will not say had I known now we know and so we will walk in light we will not walk in darkness so we will go out there and make sure that the soul that God has I mean, plan that they are saved through us those souls receive salvation and our papa said something he said that he wants to work to the extent that after he dies, he knows that he's drained himself of everything. He cannot send anything to his grave. That must be our thank you. We must work and work and work to the standard. The soul that God has purpose for us to save. We save all of them. We save all of them from Christ. It is that through that that we will have satisfaction and greater satisfaction. Amen. Amen. Praising Jesus. Are you here? Oh, yes. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. What is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye are our glory and joy. Amen. 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 So here Paul anticipates the rapturous moment when he would meet in heaven Paul. those he had led to the Lord on earth. This will be. Especially when we experience what we might call the trail of discovery. When we shall discover people converted through our ministry, of whom down here we have known nothing. Amen. 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 Through the ministry of salvation clinic, through the ministry of salvation clinic, these souls were won. These souls were won. Not. No, for us, we don't know. We don't even know. Yeah, yeah, but because we are faithful we to the Great Commission, other people would have been saved through us without us even knowing. So when we go there and God shows us, because we are faithful, maybe to us, you didn't say a really thousand, uh, maybe one million souls. Maybe we think we found one million souls. But on that day, God will play to us because we are faithful. You want about ten million souls. And you, you, can, you feel the satisfaction that we all have on that day. Amen. There's a joy in that. Amen. Amen. And lastly, the third reward that awaits us is a rare privilege that may be ours of placing some lost one at the Savior's feet. Amen. 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 We have only touched upon this trailing subject, but before you leave, so let's look at something in... Um, Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Let's look at something there. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. Mm-hmm. Verse 3. 
And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Mm -hmm. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So this is a reward for soul winning. Psalm 126 verse 5 to 6. Psalm 126, verse 1 to 6. Psalm 126, 126, verse 5 to 6. Psalm 126. Then said they among the hidden, the Lord have done great things for them. Amen. Amen. Through you, God is going to do great things for someone. That great thing that God is going to do for that person is the salvation that person would have received through you. Through you, somebody is being taken from captive and is being delivered. Through you and I. Salvation will come to many. Because we are faithful to the great salvation. It is going to be a great joy. Amen. 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 And let me give you this last quotation. Galatians chapter 7 verse 9. Galatians 6 verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So, there is what? A reaping. There is a reaping. Let us not be weary in well-doing. So, don't get tired in going out there to win souls. Don't say, I am tired. Don't say, people insulted me. Don't say, say people talk to me anyhow. The Bible says, let us not be weary in well-doing. Preaching the gospel to somebody is what? Well-doing. Talking to somebody about Christ is you doing well. The Bible says, for in due season, we shall reap. In due season, we shall reap. There is a reward for the soul winner. And if you faint not, you shall reap the reward. That the Lord has purpose and a gain for people who are winning the lost. Remember, the Bible says in Hebrews, fix your eyes on Jesus, the altar and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, just as joy was set before Jesus Christ, the Lord has set a joy before us. The Lord has set a joy before us. And that joy will only come when we are faithful in the Great Commission. Please let's go there. Hebrews 12 verse 2, right? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So there is a reward. 
for those of us who are going to endure the cross in our month of LSSD God expects us to endure the cross the cross of being insulted the cross of sacrificing what we have for the greater good and the salvation of many God expects us to endure it He expects us to despise the shame and after we have done that and won the loss to Him he shall be set down at the right hand of the throne of God. There is a reward for the soul winner. And if you faith not, the reward is going to come to you. Put your hands together for Jesus. And please be on your feet. A lot of the time, we are discouraged. What the enemy does is that he wants us to be blinded about the many rewards that comes from winning souls. Jesus Christ knew this. That the enemy is against the expansion of the kingdom of God. So he prophesied unto Peter and said to Upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against me. Jesus Christ acknowledged that there is something called the gates of hell and it will rise up again the expansion of the kingdom of God so winning. The reason why you lack passion for going to tell somebody about soul is because there is a certain thing called the gate of hell. And this evening we are going to pray just as Jesus Christ prophesied that the gate of hell shall not prevail. We are going to lift up Christ unto God and are saying that any gate of hell that will prevail against us in our expansion of the kingdom of God let that gate of hell receive Holy Ghost fire in the name of Jesus. Say, My Father, my Lord. My Father, my Lord. As I pray. As I pray. I come again. I come again. Any gate of hell. Any gate of hell. Against the expansion. Against the expansion of the kingdom of God. Of the kingdom of God. Two so winning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come against it. I come against it. I come against it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fire. 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 Kaya, Amen, 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 amen. Psalm 82 verse 5. Psalm 82 verse 5. For the Lord is the 
He takes your eye oh, you and of that which that can bring you what eternal reward. He will take your eyes off oh, it. You so. so many Christians yeah, Christopher are walking blinded, understanding, and walking in darkness. But this evening we are going to pray for the same God. Any skill. On our eyes, and by the enemy. Let those skills come down, fall down in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, say, My Father, my Lord, my Father, my as I clap my hands in prayer, any scale upon the eyes of Christians that is not making us focus. Focus on so winning. On so winning. As we pray, let those skills fall off. Fall off. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Our last prayer. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15. In the book of John, I think the verse chapter 15 or so, the Bible says that Jesus Christ said, You have not chosen, but I have chosen you and appointed you to what? To go and bear fruit. Now, how can somebody bear fruit? Fruit bearing is not as normal as you think. You need something to come upon you. Jesus Christ knew Yes, you know that before the apostles can bear fruit and become the people that he had prepared them to be, they needed 
to wait for the Holy Spirit. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit is what brings about fruitfulness. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot do it. So the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 32 verse 3, Until the Spirit is poured from on high, the wilderness be a fruitful place, and the fruitfulness will be counted for a forest. So for fruitfulness, come about, you need the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, I'm about so Christian, you cannot be fruitful. So Christian, you don't so have the Holy Spirit. So you you so our fruits, are, in fact, as our father said, so, yeah, we, are bus- we are in the business of selling. Yeah, we, 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 profit and loss. Our fruits and our and profits are the souls. So in order for us to win more souls and be fruitful, we need the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need to move from a wilderness to a fruitful field. And from a fruitful field to a forest. Say, my Father, my Lord, as I pray, let the Holy Spirit pour down upon me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
and win souls for the kingdom of God. To help in expanding your kingdom in this end time. We thank you for the desire and the passion for soul winning. That you have poured upon us through your spirit. We bless your name, O Lord. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus.